welcome to day 10. Consecrate your body. Your body is not separate from your mind so much as it is a reflection of it. As you change your mind, you change every cell in your body. Such thoughts as, I am fat, I am ugly, I hate my body, are like commands given to your body to materialize accordingly. If you think negatively about your body, your body will reflect your negativity. If you think lovingly about your body, then your body will reflect your love. And there is no such thing as a neutral thought. What is not love is an attack, and what is love is a miracle. Let us now consecrate your body. As you consecrate your body to love, all that is not love can no longer hold sway within it. But whatever is dedicated to the purposes of love is protected from the energy of chaos. Write down this line. I eat in a way that supports my being of service to love. I eat in a way that supports my being of service to love. With this lesson, embrace a new perception of your body in order to manifest a new physical reality. Begin each day with a prayer, if I may call it that. As I awaken on this day, my, may my body and mind serve my highest purposes. May it serve nothing but my spirit. May my body be a temple to my spirit and a conduit of love. Begin today to change your body by thinking of it as a temple for your soul. Your body is like an infinitely precious suite of clothes. It is not essentially who you are, but it can be a sacred container for your spirit. Things of this world are only holy or unholy, good or bad, depending on the purposes that the mind describes to them. The purpose of your body is to serve your loving communion with life itself. And that is what it means to consecrate your body, to honor your body, to treat it well, to add to its care and protection from harm is to honor the divine by honoring your body's spiritual mission. The only purpose of anything you do in the world is to honor the divine and your body is the physical basis for everything you do. In the last lesson, you began to take stock of psychological assault to which your body has been exposed throughout your life. But today, you will begin to shift your body identification from that of a damaged thing to that of a whole thing. Both your body and your mind will go to a spiritual initiation, transforming first the one and then the other. The mind will shift and the body will follow. Your body was not created to house your fears, but rather to house your love and in your heart. You know this. Your deepest yearning is not just for your body to look good, but also for your body to be good. With this lesson, you will take your wish that this were so, turn it into an intention that it be so, expand that into a willingness that it be, so invite the divine mind to help you make it be so, and so shall it be. Your task now is to consecrate your body, not just as a general intention, but rather as an actual directive from your conscious to your subconscious mind. You will write down your loving intentions in order to contain and harness their power.
in the last lesson you wrote about your past. In this one, you will write about your present. In any moment or any hour in which your body is dedicated to the purposes of love, it is less prone to the purposes of fear. So let's begin with what might be a typical day. Write down the following categories. Waking up, breakfast, morning activities, lunch, afternoon activities, dinner, evening hours. Now write two versions of this list. First, write down what you do now. Be honest with yourself. No one else needs to read this. Go through your day and write down everything you do. Describe a typical day in your life. Write down what you eat, what you do with your life, how you feel about what you do, your thoughts about other people, and so forth. If you go through this too quickly, just jotting down, I did this or I did that, then you will not receive the greatest value from this lesson. Your task and the gift you are giving yourself lies in being deeply honest about how you live now. This lesson gives you the chance to look into the mental control room of your life and observe the way you program your experience. Next, write a second description of your day. Yet this time, consciously redesign your life. Do not just write about what you're doing or how you feel about it. Rather, describe your day from the perspective of your higher mind. Write about the life you choose rather than one lived powerlessly at the effect of habitual, emotional and behavioural patterns. Choose to be the real you as you write this. Allow love to dictate both your purposes and your plans for the day. This will not necessarily be easy. At times, it might even feel foolish because you're training your thoughts to flow in a different direction than they're used to flowing. Yet that is the point. As you create the space for love in every area of your thinking, you create a space for love in every area of your life. Write either about the day now past or the day ahead. So here is an example of such a conscious redesign. Waking up. After I wake up, I do not let too much time go by before meditating or some call it praying. I thank the universe for giving me this day and I pray that all I do today will be of service to love and the greater good. I pray for my family, my friends, my country and for the world. I surrender the day ahead, asking that it be blessed and that I be a blessing on it. I offer a kind good morning to those I see, family who live with me or any friends who are staying or any others who are in my house this morning, receiving a pleasant greeting from me with a smile, a hug, a positive word or giving them a glass of lemon water. I do what I can to be a loving presence in their life. From brushing my hair to putting on a nice gown, from making breakfast for my children, to giving encouragement to my spouse, from opening up a window or door, to breathing in the beauty of the new morning, I celebrate and add to the good that is all around me. When there is quiet, once the kids are at school, I take the opportunity to listen to inspirational literature, to meditate, to reflect and to contemplate on all that is loving and divine. I consciously surrender my day to the universe. When there is time, I do something loving for my body, such as stretching or cupping. I do this as a blessing on my body, gratefully serving it as it so serves me. Even if I don't exercise for a prolonged period, I do some kind of movement daily. 
I do this to help sustain my heart and lungs and other vital organs, allowing my skin to receive the nourishment of the sun, stretching my muscles to make, it, to make and keep them strong. I am taking care of my body in order to prepare myself for joy and for better service to the world. Note how different this may sound to what you wrote in the first column of how your day goes at the present moment. Note how different such programming is from what fear would pour into your mind. The thinking of divine mind is 180 degrees away from the thinking of the world and it is your choice as well as your responsibility to yourself to cultivate the thinking that will lift you above your wound itself. If fear rules your thinking, if your intentions are not loving, but rather some form of, oh darn, another day just like the last one, they can get their own breakfast. I don't care what he does. I don't care how I look. I just want to eat something. I don't owe anything to anyone. I don't want to take time to pray or meditate. I don't want to take the time to walk. I hate my life. What point is there to any of this? There's nothing to be happy about then do not expect your physical appetite to do anything other than reflect the fear that is in your mind. And for you, fear has taken on a specific form, the compulsion to eat inappropriately. It might seem at times that you have no control of your urge to eat, and for all practical purposes, many times you do not, but you always have free will regarding what you think. As you begin to think differently, in time, you will begin to eat differently. Your compulsion will dissolve in the presence of the divine and in the presence of love. So as you continue with your writing, take your time. It might take over an hour or two to complete your, your second list of how you would like your day to go. And it might seem at first that such a positive description is simply fiction. And if you've been living the life of an active addict, then it might be true. But as you write a different description for your life, you create a line of possibility that d did not exist before. Do not underestimate the power of your mind to reprogram your experience. Enlightened lines of thought counter dysfunctional habits. Even one moment of insight, looking around the food court at lunchtime and realizing with blazing clarity that its main offerings are bad for you and that you can choose differently. Looking at others and realizing that healing your dysfunctional habits is intimately tied up with the love you extend leads to another insight, leaving it to last your escape from food hole. It is not enough to simply just listen to what I have said today in order to receive the benefit of this lesson. You must write down a description of your own day. Begin by writing about your present life, simply describing what it is and then reading it. Allow yourself to see the gap between the fear that is and the love that could be. Recognize how often your thought forms are weak, fear-based and almost sure to produce dysfunction. Now write a new statement of intention, a manifesto of love for all the things you will do during your day and allow yourself to gently lean into it. There is nothing new for you to do so much as something new for you to imagine.
This new architecture for your life is not meant to tyrannize you, but to lead you to a freedom, a new way of eating, one that fundamentally and permanently transforms you, can only be created within the context of a new way of being. Your desire to eat differently is a sacred calling to take your entire life to a deeper level. If you don't feel like it yet, that's okay. But to still write it down, for that is the first step. And of course, then return your journal to the altar when you are done. For your meditation, sit quietly with your eyes closed. See your day ahead. With every action you know you, you will be taking, actively see how you would probably behave given past patterns. Now, ask Divine Mind to reveal to you the possibilities for a more enlightened you. See the things you do. Now see more loving things you could do or how you could do what you do more lovingly. See yourself speaking harshly or negatively if that is what you tend to do. Now see yourself speaking kindly and gently. See yourself eating poorly or hurriedly, excessively or secretively. Now see yourself eating with appropriateness and self-care. As you allow spirit to show you a new way of living, you will naturally see within your mind's eye a new way of eating. You will imagine what it looks like and feels like to feed your body lovingly, to allow food to be a part of a larger matrix of love in your life. By imagining it, holding the vision and allowing the vision to come alive within you, you will gradually experience it coming to pass. Say to yourself, quietly or out aloud, please show me how to live in love. May a new kind of eating come naturally from a new way of being. I devote not only my appetite, but every part of me to love. Where fear has blocked me, may love now free me. Please teach me how to live my life in the light of love, that my fear shall be no more.